Hey everybody, it's Doug and Renee and welcome to our podcast, Doug and Renee, Married Married Life. Each episode is designed to encourage, uplift, and motivate you to thrive in your marriage and single life. Be blessed. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. Yes. Um, we are in our third installment of fourth Unequally. Installment. Fourth Oh, man, it's five weeks in the month of July. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so we're in our fourth installment of, or episode, or whatever you choose to call it, of Unequally Yoked. And um, <laughs> I'm looking at Doug and... Because I'm, I'm like, trying to let you go. I don't want to... I don't want no trouble. I don't want no trouble. I don't want either. no trouble. I want no trouble. Because usually I say what today's date is, and then you'll say, "Well, what if they're not listening on this particular date?" And I'm like, "Yeah, but this is the date we're recording it, and this is a Sunday in July, 2023." Oh, a little bit of housekeeping. Okay. Can we discuss? Tell tell the folks that we're going uh, on a on a break. Yeah, but before that. Let's talk about, did we talk about it was our anniversary this week? It was our anniversary, the 20th. Yeah, and it is three days oh, okay. after our anniversary. Yeah, it was so, our anniversary. Yeah, it's our anniversary. Yeah. Anniversary. Tony, Tony, Tony. Yes, we celebrated 36 years of marriage. 36? Yeah, we can't just jump into housekeeping oh, and okay, stuff when I'm, I'm talking sorry. about... You know, hyping the people up to just let them know that if we can make it 36, they can make it 36. They can. They you too can. can make it 36 yes. if you so choose to. You, It's a choice. You can do it. Yeah. So anyway. No, we had a great time. We had a great time. Yeah. We took a little, uh, it wasn't a staycation. We just went away for a day or two. Yeah, it's a local, local local getaway. There we go. There we go. We local. didn't stay home. We yeah. went, got a room somewhere else in our area. Went out to eat. Took a stroll, literally and figuratively speaking. Mm-hmm. Till the birds started coming. <laughs> yeah, down memory lane, and we didn't realize that when we stopped in the park to just enjoy each other's company, the birds said, "No, y'all in the uh, bird feeding spot." <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have any breadcrumbs, so they they won. We had oh we had goodness. the bounce. All these birds were migrating around us. We had no food, nothing, and it was just on all the benches in the park. They came to our bench. They came to our bench. What so, like you said, that? the person somebody normally feeds them there. From there, yes. And when they saw us, they was like, "Oh, food time." It was yeah. like, "No." We was like, "No, you got the wrong one." Yeah. Got the wrong one. And it's funny, we was talking about as we get older, would we feed the birds and I go to the park and feed birds? And I said, I would. And you said you wouldn't. I would not. Um, for that experience right there. For that. <laughs> yeah. They, <laughs> I, I should have gotten a flashback of the incident when we were at a um, amusement park. I think this was years ago. Ohio. With the kids. And yep. I think I was eating some... Um, 
some crunchy cheese doodles, <laughs> and them seagulls was about to attack. Oh my goodness. I had to drop them crunchy cheese doodles and roll. Oh my goodness. Make a run for it because them seagulls was about to attack me. See the point. I couldn't think of the name. See the point. Yes. We went to see the point. Yeah. So if you're looking for a nice place, or well, we haven't been in a long time, but. Maybe maybe it's been about nine, ten years since we went. Mm-hmm. But if you're looking for a good amusement park and you, um, you know, you don't get a, you don't hear a whole lot about it. But Cedar Point um, is a good. It was a really nice one, at least Espe- back then. Especially if you like roller coasters. Yes. Yeah. Roller coasters and a lot of and the the resorts park. there have the they indoor have water, water parks, yeah. and yeah, it's really really nice. Yeah. Anyway. Anywho. Okay. No, I had a great time. Uh, I was about to say great time on Thanksgiving. Great, <laughs> great time on our uh, little getaway. It was sorely needed. Uh, come back to some. I want to come back to something you said. And hopefully, this will help. You told me, but um, hopefully, this will help the people uh, change of pace. Plus, change of change of place. Equals. Change of pace. Equals change of perspective. Yep. And I can't take credit for that. Um, our our dear friend. Um, T. Cedric the, Brown. The, the, the Reverend Dr. Bishop T. Cedric Brown. Mm-hmm. Is, he, he once preached a message on that. And I think um, I can't find anything incorrect about that. It was just we changed our place, which changed our pace. We slowed down. We wasn't. Working, we wasn't, you know, doing, you know, a whole bunch of stuff around the house. We just were able to lean into one another. Yes. And it helped us to change our perspective about life. Because sometimes you just need to take a step back. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you get so bogged down. I'm talking to married people so bogged down with the chores and the work and everything you got to do for the house and the finances, pay bills, that you can't really see because you're so immersed in everything that's going on. So you got to kind of step out of that zone for a moment so that you could really put your life in perspective, put your relationship in perspective, put your roles in perspective. And I think it was a wonderful time for um, us to just reflect over the 36 years where God brought us from and um, appreciate where we are. And then also Consider where we want to go. What? What? How do we see ourselves in the future? And I think, um, yeah, it was very refreshing for me. It was. It, I enjoyed your company. I enjoyed the conversation. I enjoyed the cuisine. <laughs> <laughs> we had good food. We had good fellowship. Fellowship. That's yes. such a church word. And we had. We just enjoyed our our friendship. Yeah, so that that um, that time away, like you said, gave, gave us a change of perspective. It let, allowed us to have conversations that, like you said, without the hustle and bustle of life. Even though uh, we were only gone for you know a couple of days, but we're going. Well, never mind. Anyway, we got mm-hmm. we got big plans. But, big plans, big plans. Yeah, but. Um, now can I get to the housekeeping? Yes, dear. Okay. So housekeeping, uh, we probably should have did this the month of July. And now that 
thinking about it, but we did not. Uh, but for the month of August, what we're going to do, and I don't want to say we're going to have repeats, but that's what they probably will be, unless they, we have some little nuggets that we just want to drop during the week. We need to refresh, recharge, all of those re re whatever, energize and <laughs> all those. And um, so August, yeah, we'll probably do what we did uh, Christmas and just replay some of the favorites, the ones that people have put the comments, put comments in about the most. We'll probably do that for the month of August. That will allow Renee and I some time, some uh, recharging time. Yes, we have to recharge our batteries. And that's one of the things that when we um, took our time away for our anniversary to get a change of perspective, you know, that's when you realize, wow, I needed this rest. Wow. Because sometimes people are so busy going, 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 working, 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 trying to make moves, trying to grind, chasing that dollar, whatever it is you want to call it. And you've done it for so long, it becomes robotic and you don't even realize you need rest. And the fact that we took some time away, it was like, wow, we didn't realize we needed this. Mm -hmm. And this was good for us. And um, therefore, come, cometh, <laughs> Bible word, cometh our time away in August. Um, I'm probably talking like I'm tired because uh, it was a good weekend, um, much needed, and I'm just ready for us to just really have some woosah time. Woosah. Yeah, just, just to relax. Okay. But for now, for this episode... And next week, we are still going to talk about Unequally Yoked. And we are at part four or episode four or stage four. I don't want to say stage four. (laughs) Week four. Week four (laughs) of Unequally Yoked. And I wanted to bring up something we kind of talked about, but we didn't really delve into this. Um. All right. It's so, a podcast. You got to talk. No, there. no, no. <laughs> I, I, I'm looking at my notes and trying to think where where do I want to start? I'll just start at the top. Who says, who makes that determination that you're not equally yoked or that you are unequally yoked? Who who makes that determination? And, I, and I'm posing this to married folks. When you're single, the Bible clearly states to be... Uh, attached to an unbeliever and a believer, you're unequally yoked. That's cut and dry. Is I mean, there, there's no, there's no, there's no wiggle room. There's no gray area with that. So you're saying once you get married, once you get married, now okay, so boom, now a couple is married. Mm-hmm. Now who makes that determination? Who makes the 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 final decision? Hey, we're we're just unequally yoked, or we're not equally yoked. We need to go about our separate ways. I I'm gonna say something, and again, this is just me talking. Obviously, uh, I don't have a scripture. This is just Doug talking. I would say one go go see a, a therapist, 
a marriage therapist mm-hmm. because some of that, what you may be thinking as far as unequally yoked may just be the two of you are different. And, you know, different isn't necessarily, different is not a bad thing. Different just means different. One person sees it one way, the other person sees it the other way. And that just means if you ever get to the point in your marriage where you understand you're different and you complement each other, you understand you complement each other, then you become balanced. But until you get to that point, you may start thinking we're unequally yoked and we'll never get to, you know, we'll never get to this point where we're just balanced and we just whatever, whatever. This uh, this leads into a conversation we had uh, on our getaway this past. I I was always the type of person I want to live in the city. I want to live in the city. Want to live in the city. We grew up in the city, mm-hmm. so I've always felt comfortable in the city more so than the suburbs, and definitely more so than the uh, country. The country. The, I'm not a country person at all. Uh, I like concrete, I like street lights, I like noise, I like traffic. That's what I do. I feel comfortable in that um, surrounding, in that area. No matter what city it is, I just feel comfortable with that. We go out this past weekend and we're in the city and I'm like, ah, yeah, I'm not. You're I'm like, not, um, nah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, the, I'm looking at the people, the traffic. The noise. The noise. Everything <laughs> I said growing up that I like about the city, now that I'm 53, I'm like, yeah, I can deal without this. I don't need this. And then we had the issue with the birds. So, um, <laughs> so that just kind of, and you made an interesting comment. You said something very interesting. You remember what you said? Mm-hmm. Go ahead, tell let our listeners I mean, know what you said. I don't remember the level of detail in which I said it, but I said it's amazing how times have changed, how you wanted the city and I always wanted the suburbs, and that was the cause of many disagreements when we was choosing places to live. Um, I always wanted to be in the suburbs. You always wanted to be in the city or you wanted to be in the high rise and you wanted to, you know, have the convenience of stores right downstairs. And I never wanted any of that. And it caused a lot of frustration. And I said, if I had just waited it out, (laughs) you know, let the Lord fight my battles instead of me trying to sway you, eventually God changed you as you got older, Mm -hmm. I could have... Um, saved myself a whole lot of frustration and headache and just fast forward it to today where it's like, wow, you don't even want to live in the city anymore. Yeah. And I don't know, maybe some of it came from um, me nagging you <laughs> early on. Uh, maybe some of it came from just you have gotten comfortable and used to being in a more suburbial type of area, I wouldn't say where we are now is the suburbs, mm-hmm. but it's... We definitely live in defi- the suburbs. Okay. All right. I'm just, we not too far from some convenient shops. That's mm-hmm. why I say that. But um, maybe, you know, as you've gotten older, you've just gotten more settled down and more relaxed that you don't want all of that. Yeah, I don't extra, want all that. Yeah. You know, change of 
place, change of pace, mm-hmm. <laughs> change of perspective. A couple of things I want to say. One, it didn't just cause frustration in our marriage. It caused friction. As many times as we've moved, and and I, we've moved an ungodly amount of times in our marriage. Mm-hmm. It was always, hey, I want to live out in the city, like you said, city, high rise, so on and so forth. Because that's what I was familiar with, and that's what I knew. But <clears throat> we we got to a point, and we were just talking about this earlier in the podcast, where change of pace, change of place, change of perspective. When we did the change of pace, change of place, change of perspective, I know I said that twice. When we did that, it was just made me think, nah, this isn't really what I want going forward. Where for where we are in our lives and where we see ourselves, you know, 20, 30 years down the road. Like, I really don't want to do this, you know. So I, I thought I thought about that and coming back to being oh, did you want to say something? Mm-hmm. Okay, coming back to being unequally yoked, just because you're different does not mean you're unequally yoked. And I want to be um, careful about this subject, uh, particularly now, because you may see things, when I say now, because the internet and everything, you see a lot of people posting stuff and I'm not happy and I'm getting a divorce. And we've we've talked about that for months. I, I feel like that there's no place in the Bible where it talks about God created marriage for you to be happy. It it just it's just not in there. So for you to say your spouse doesn't make you happy, okay, that well, does welcome to marriage. <laughs> <laughs> that 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 it's just a season. And I I can't tell you how long the season will last. I don't know how long the season will be, but I know it's just a season. And you have to understand it's the joy of the Lord that gives you strength. And it's not necessarily your husband or your wife making you happy because they're going to have to continually make you happy, make you happy and so on and so forth. And that's just not realistic because there, there will be a season or a time where you just may not like being around your spouse and you just have to understand it is what it is for lack of a better phrase. It is what it is. And we've said this since we started the podcast that you have to be more committed to the institution of marriage than you are necessarily the person you're marrying, because there will come a time, a season where you just you just not feeling each other. And that's why it helps for you to be friends before you become married, because there there will be a season or a time where you're just not feeling each other. And but it helps if you are friends to get through that point. Right. Um, okay, I'm sorry, I didn't want to cut you off. No, I, 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 I thought you was. was I thought Go you. Ahead. I thought you was finished. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, dear. No, I was gonna talk about op- opposites attract, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of times people forget about that. The thing that they fell in love with was. The, the unique qualities that the other person had that usually they don't have. Um, they like the fact that they were outgoing because they were not outgoing. They like the fact that they were um, well-spoken 
and could carry on a long conversation because they weren't very, you know, talkative themselves or they liked their laugh or they liked the little funny smirk that they did or they liked different things about that person. And then now that they've, you know, been married for some length of time, those oppositions Mm -hmm. now become friction. Mm -hmm. Those oppositions where you're like, oh, you talk too much. Well, that's the thing you fell in love with. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like when you, you know, dominate a conversation because sometimes I don't know what to say. That's the thing that may aggravate you now. And I think people have to realize just because you have your opposites, just because you're different, again, like you said, doesn't make you unequally yoked. Those oppositions are usually designed to make you guys stronger. The where that person has maybe stronger in an area where you're not, that's how y'all complement each other. That's how y'all help each other. That's how iron sharpens iron because the areas where you need a little help, that person is stronger and they can help you. Mm-hmm. And I think that's important for you to just slow down, change your place, change your pace, change your perspective. And then really look at those qualities as qualities and not as, you know, something I can't stand the fact that she talks all the time or thinks she knows everything, you know, and that could be an issue. But I'm just saying Um, it's also um, could be a unique quality that brings a certain um, adds adds to the marriage. Mm -hmm. I, I want to throw myself uh, under the bus because I I think I, I want to give some perspective on what we're talking about. We, um, your birthday is eight days before our anniversary, and that's in the month, uh, all within the same month. Eight eight days. I was so focused on getting your birthday right because you're you are a presence person. You you told me. You've told me this. You like opening presents. Okay. I was so focused on getting your birthday right and making sure, you know, you had a present. It was something you wanted. And that and it really wasn't even what you wanted. <laughs> I tried. It's all good, dear. <laughs> I tried, but after having a couple of conversations after the fact, then I was like, oh, what I actually got for you or thought I got for you wasn't even what you wanted. You wanted this. I don't know if you want to say it, but... That's fine. Okay, you, you, wanted, want... you wanted to go to the day spa. Yeah, uh, yes. And I, I got you a masseuse, a massage. Or I was like, hey, I went and got you this massage, but it wasn't a day spa. And I'm thinking it's all the same. I don't know. I was so focused on that, that eight days later, actually seven days later, uh, the night before our anniversary, you had balloons out. I saw the card, and I was like, and I knew our anniversary was the next day. And the bag. With and the, the bag and with the gift. <laughs> you had all that out, and I saw it, but I was just, I don't know, so tapped, tapped, whatever you want to call it, that I was just like, I, I told you on our anniversary, I was like, I'm sorry. I just... I just tapped out, didn't know, didn't realize. And 
for somebody, and I know there's somebody thinking, well, my my spouse still doesn't do this, and it's been years into our marriage, and you know, going on and so on. We've been married 36 years, and I still messed up, and we're opposites, and we're we're different, but we don't. You didn't come, and well, you didn't say it. At least I don't think you said it. Hey, we're unequally yoked because okay. you because you forgot our anniversary. I, I um. I, I said that story and I'm sharing this story to, to let people know we're all human. We all make mistakes. Uh, and it's hard until you do this on a regular basis is granting your, your spouse grace. And I know it's, it's like, well, how many times do they have to mess up for me to give them grace and, you know, so on and so forth. But we will grant grace we will grant grace. We will give grace to those who are not necessarily closest to us because we feel they should know better. They shouldn't make this mistake. They shouldn't have said whatever it is they said. Granted, I get that and I understand that, but allow your spouse to be human and allow them to make mistakes because quiet is kept. None of us are perfect. You know, I know you kind of like to think you are, but none of us really are perfect. And so even though I, I tried my best to get the birthday right, eight days later, anniversary. I've, I've known this for the last 36 years. Renee's birthday, eight days later, anniversary. I know that. But for this year, for whatever reason, and I saw the balloons, I saw the card, I saw the present the night before our anniversary because my wife goes to bed before I do. So and I was like, ugh. And I was like, oh, I just forgot. I just slipped my mind. And I don't know what I was doing or what, how come I could come up with a whole bunch of excuses, but that's exactly what they would be excuses. And I'm going to say this to help somebody, um, maybe a wife, maybe a husband. And it hasn't always been like this for me or for us, but... I just woke up that day just being grateful that God blessed us to see 36 years and to continually keep us and sustain us and help us that I wasn't even tripping. Um, Do I like gifts? Yeah, that's probably my second love language, words of affirmation and receiving gifts. But God ministered to Doug or God spoke to Doug or Doug got convicted all on his own um, without me saying, you know, it's our 36th anniversary and you didn't get me a gift or you didn't, or, you know, I didn't want a massage. I wanted it. I didn't do any of that stuff. Um, and I'm not tooting my own horn because trust me, it hasn't always been like that. I'm just at an age and stage in my life where I'm like, and I kept telling Doug this whole weekend, I just want peace. Um, and I know Douglas, yes, Doug makes me happy sometime. And sometimes he doesn't. Sometimes I make Doug happy and sometimes I don't. And But my expectation is no longer putting that pressure on him to make me happy. And so, therefore, I think it's important for us not to put pressure on our spouse because we, we mess up. Uh, we miss the mark. And we say things that we shouldn't have said, did things, forgot things, all of that stuff. We all do it. 
And I think it's important for us not to, you know, beat our spouses over the head, figuratively speaking, with where they messed up. Because the Bible says all have sinned and fall short of the glory to God. of God. We all make mistakes. We all miss the mark. And it's all about perspective. I could have looked at it as, man, he forgot our anniversary. He didn't get our and I didn't look at it like that. My perspective was, God, I thank you. I'm happy because you blessed us to see 36 years. I'm happy because I get to wake up with this man next to me every morning. I'm I'm grateful for that because it could have been another way. And I think it's it's important for us not to look at ourselves as unequally yoked once we get married to our spouse because we talked about this last week. The Bible says that the unbelieving spouse is sanctified by the believing spouse. So once you get married and you're becoming one, boom, you yoke together. That's that's the reality of it. And you have to just it's how all in how you look at the situation and how you perceive it. And trust me, the devil is going to want to paint it as something so horrible or something so horrific. Ask people who have gotten divorced and remarried the person they divorced. <laughs> it's because they had a change of perspective. They had a change of place, a change of pace, a mm-hmm. change of perspective. And they look back and say, oh, it wasn't that bad with my spouse. Yeah. Because we know several people who have remarried the same person that they divorced. So just always remember that opposites attract for a reason and find the beauty in that and work it out. God bless you. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Tell your real friends and your virtual friends about us. We hope something that we said encouraged you, strengthened and blessed you. You can follow us on Instagram at Doug and Renee. Again, our Instagram page is Doug and Renee. Also feel free to send us a DM so that you could send us any questions that you may have or topics you'd like to hear us discuss. You may just hear it on one of our upcoming podcasts. We'd like to thank our supporters. And if you'd like to support our ministry, you can cash app us at dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, that cash app is dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, thank you and God bless you. We're out.